Welcome to the Life Designer Podcast, a podcast created to help you design a grace-filled and striving-free life filled with purpose, meaning, and intention. Life is hard. You have your expectations, but then you have your reality. How do you hold on to hope while humbly embracing and trusting where you are? I'm your host, Janelle King, an organizational psychologist and certified coach, and I'm so glad that you're here. In the Life Designer Podcast, we will come alongside you as you navigate the different challenges and seasons of your life purpose journey, the peaks, valleys, and long stretches in between. Wherever you find yourself in your journey, it is our hope and intention that you leave these conversations feeling seen, supported, encouraged, and inspired to design a meaningful and purposeful life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Life Designer Podcast. We are officially in the last few weeks of the year, and I cannot believe that we are already here. So the weeks leading up to Christmas and New Year are often a time when we slow down, we sit and reflect on the past year, and we start considering the year ahead. So that's where I am right now. If you are subscribed to me over on Substack, I posted my 2023 recap where I shared my reflections and lessons that I've learned over the year. And I would say that the best way that I could sum up 2023 in its entirety is that it has been a roller coaster ride of a year. At the beginning of the year, my husband and I were coming off of a lot of change, transition, and loss especially after giving birth to the twins a year prior. And right away, as we started this year, we experienced some lows. Due to my husband's change in work schedule, some financial challenges, and then in April, I ended up tearing my left Achilles during the last 10 minutes of my workout. The kids were napping and It was like the finishing part of the workout where it's called a finisher. And so I was doing butt kicks and I got too close to my couch and drove my Achilles into the bottom part of my couch and experienced pain like I never experienced before in my life. And yeah, ended up tearing it and spent the next several months in a boot and then many, many more months in physical therapy, all while chasing around three toddlers by myself in this boot all day. And so it was a lot. And I'm still actually (laughs) recovering from the injury to this day because I'm on my feet so much that it just never had the time to really heal. But yeah, that was one of the big challenges that we experienced right on into the new year. So on one hand, we experienced some lows, but then we experienced some highs as well. I really feel like the Lord used that injury to bring me into a deeper place of rest and trust and surrender. The Lord had provided in a way that was just beyond what we could ever think and imagine. I remember when I had tore my Achilles, like immediately I knew that it was going to be some money (laughs) involved in that. And I was so mad and I was so frustrated with myself. And I didn't even know how we were going to be able to pay for an extra bill. But the Lord just, he, he provided more than enough. And it was really during that time where I tried, or at least attempt to rest (laughs) as much as I could rest with, you know, three toddlers. But I, I really did in that season take a step back to 
really sit down and rest. And it was during that time where I just felt like my discontentment came to a culmination, if you will. And I knew that something had to change. And so that was also around the time that my social media usage was at an all-time high as well. And so I, I really had to take a step back and consider what made me happy because at that point, I wasn't happy and I was engaging in a lot of self-deprecation, pity. So that's when I replaced scrolling with childhood hobbies that I used to enjoy like reading and that reading led to more journaling and that journaling led me to sharing here on Substack. And so I shared more about this in my 2023 recap that I just posted. So I highly recommend that you go back and read it if you haven't already. But yeah, I would say all in all, 2023 was a year of undoing and unlearning in all areas. My faith, perspective of God, life, marriage, motherhood, and work. My perspective has just shifted on many things. But today, I want to talk about how it has shifted towards my pursuit of my goals. So I just mentioned that we are officially in the last few weeks of the year. And I feel like this is a time when many of us are reflecting on the past and we're considering the next, like what we want, what really matters and what we would like to accomplish. And I love this, you know, as a coach and a naturally goal oriented person, I think that goals are a great way And one of the many ways that we can really number our days like the Bible encourages us to and make sure that we are intentionally pursuing the things that the Lord is calling us to. But for a while, I found myself just being pressured to always set new goals or constantly be working towards a goal. And while there's nothing wrong with goal setting, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I love the idea of setting goals and I love that goals help us to work towards something, right? To make sure that we're doing something that's meaningful and purposeful. But I think it can be easy to slip into a works-based or performance-based mentality where you believe your worth is in what you can accomplish. And that's how I lived the majority of my adult life. It really wasn't until the last few years when I became a parent and experienced an identity shift that things changed for me because I was in a season where I couldn't do much of anything, especially after the twins were born. You know, I was in the throes of three under two. And I I know I talk about this a lot, but I think because, yes, I experienced a identity shift when I had my son, Caden, but I think more so that jump from one to three really did something in me because With my firstborn, I had a lot more capacity. I was working. He was in daycare, but I had a lot more bandwidth and capacity for more things in that season. And once the twins were born and I instantly became a stay-at-home mom because nobody's paying $3,500 a month in childcare, but yet things looked a lot differently in that season, especially in postpartum, I could literally do nothing but take care of the kids, eat, maybe shower if they saw fit for me to do that. (laughs) And although now that I am past postpartum, the twins will be 
two in March, which is crazy. But now, even as I'm entering into a different season of my motherhood journey, my capacity still looks much different than it used to. And I found that my old way of goal setting was just leading to further disappointment and disillusionment and discontentment. So now, instead of setting a fresh set of new goals every year, I'm taking a much different approach that I wanted to share with you today in case maybe you're in the same boat, whether you're a mom, whether you're a student, whether you're a professional, you know, maybe you're in a season where the old ways of goal setting, like the SMART goals and things like that, maybe that's not serving you well in the season. And so I wanted to share a more grace-based and seasonal approach that you can take to your goal setting by essentially sharing how my goal setting method has shifted and evolved over the last few years. The biggest thing that I do when I am approaching my goals, I always approach my goals through the lens of my purpose, passions, values, and calling. Now, as someone who has coached people through purpose discovery for the past several years, setting goals that were rooted in purpose and meaning, now that hasn't been a challenge for me, but I think I struggled with setting goals that were seasonal appropriate. Rather than setting goals that were seasonal, I think for me, they were more aspirational. And so again, that led to a lot of disappointment and disillusionment, not because the goals weren't always realistic, but they weren't appropriate for the season I was in. Richard Blackaby talks about this in his book, Seasons of God, and he shares that we often fail to recognize and understand our particular season, but it's our responsibility to discern our seasons and become what he calls season-sensitive by focusing on the right activities in the right season. And so that's one of the biggest things that has shifted for me over the last few years because I had all of these ambitious goals, especially when it came to like business and career. But when I became a parent, I realized that I had to adapt those goals to fit the season that I was in. And I struggled with that at first because I was trying to do everything as if I were still operating in the same capacity that I had in seasons past. And I quickly learned that that wasn't going to serve me in this season. So I had to become seasonally sensitive. So just like how Each season in the physical sense has seasonal markers. Like, for example, right now we're in winter. So we see that the leaves on the trees, they're dead or they are dying, right? We see the frost on the ground. It's starting to become darker earlier. It gets colder. There's a chill in the air, right? We know that these are some of the signs that winter is here. These are some of the seasonal markers that signify it is winter. And if I didn't know that this was the season of winter, but I was expecting signs of maybe summer where it's hot, it's sunny, and I'm still expecting to have seasonal markers of other seasons, I would be disappointed because it's not summer, it's winter. And so I had to look at my life in the same way and analyze, okay, what are some seasonal markers that I can use to guide my goals? Because 
no, I don't have the capacity to take on as many coaching sessions or consultings and trainings that I was doing before. But based on the time I do have, what can I realistically commit to? Okay, well, I can focus on my writing in this season. I can set goals around that. I can set goals around creating more online courses that don't demand so much of my one-on-one time. And so I had to look at the season and identify what are the seasonal markers that can help shape my goals in this season so I can avoid unnecessary disappointment and have realistic expectations. This way of thinking, this seasonal way of goal setting has also led me to move away from, like I mentioned earlier, setting a lot of new goals at the beginning of each year. I think over the last few years, especially, I realized that some of my goals are long-term goals that don't require refreshing every year or every season. And so I moved away from that because, you know, this time of year, that's when it is prime time to obviously set your goals or identify what resolutions you're going to commit to this year. But Understanding your season helps you to identify what goals may be more long-term and what goals might be more short-term. And so I've identified what that looks like going into this year, but also in the similar vein, I've also realized that some of these goals that I've had would actually be better classified as intentions, where rather than setting a target, I am committing myself to fostering the mindset and behaviors that will guide my habits and actions. So for example, one of my intentions that was this year and for the next year is to embrace and enjoy motherhood in its different seasons. So that's not a concrete goal where it's super specific and measurable and all the, you know, the smart goal characteristics, but rather it's an intention that I want to direct my mindset and cultivate my actions and behaviors around. So I could set some affirmations that will ground me in the beginning of the day where this is at the forefront of my mind. And so when situations arise in the day, like when I'm doing the mundane task or the kids start throwing their tantrums, I am reminding myself that this is where I'm directing my mind and my thoughts and my behaviors and actions on embracing these moments, even the chaotic ones, right? I'm embracing and I'm enjoying every moment. And so that's an example of how a goal can shift to an intention. It's about directing your mindset and really cultivating your actions and behaviors to reflect that. So some of my goals this year will be a mixture of intentions as well as long-term and short-term goals as well. Another thing that I'm doing this year is switching up the tool in which I use to actually set and keep track of my goals. So for the last few years, I have used Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets. They're a goal-setting workbook that walks you through brainstorming your year. You're thinking about what a purposeful year looks like for you and your vision of what you want your life to look like when you're 80 years old. And from that place, you're identifying what matters most and you're setting goals in those areas that align with that purpose and that vision. And so if you're looking for a tool, I actually still love the power sheets and I highly recommend them, but I wanted to do something differently this year because I am also considering the fact that y'all, I buy a lot of 
notebooks and planners and things. So to keep things lean this year, I'm actually experimenting with Notion and creating a digital version of my power sheets on there. So if you're not familiar with Notion, Notion is a productivity and note-taking software application. I want to say kind of similar to Evernote, but like Evernote on steroids because I used to use Evernote for just taking random notes and I used it for business a lot as well. But this year I shifted to Notion to really create almost like a life hub on there. And so many things for me live on Notion, including my meal planning. I keep like my recipes on there. I have a weekly meal matrix. So I know what I'm feeding the kids for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day because nobody has time to experience that decision fatigue from making a million little decisions. So I already have it set up for me in there. Is it for everything to keep track of our household inventory, to keep track of our financial picture, our upcoming purchases, bill calendar, the kids' activities are in there. I have my personal calendar. Basically, my whole life is in Notion. And so I was like, why not put my goals in there as well? So essentially what I did was I went back to my previous year's power sheets and transferred the sections that were most relevant and applied to my life. And I set it up within a template within Notion. For me, I have been coaching and walking others through the goal setting process for so many years, as well as leading myself through self-coaching. So some of the sections and questions in there were redundant. So for example, I already have a good picture of what my life vision and purpose is. So I didn't necessarily feel the need to be redoing those sections every year. So I just went back and added some of the sections that I felt like were most relevant to me and resonated the most with where I am in this season of life. So I have a section where I can brainstorm my year and really reflect on the past. And so I actually used that section to write my 2023 recap where I just identified the good things that happened this year, some challenges, what I learned, and the people that I am most grateful for that really supported me and my family last year. And so I have a section in there for that. And I also have a section where I do a cultivated life evaluation. This is one of the self-assessments that Cultivate uses to rate the different areas of your life. So like your personal and spiritual growth, work and learning, finances, health and wellness. So I just listed the different categories for me to reflect on that area and the strengths and how I would like to improve in that area. And then I have a section for my 2024 vision board, my word of the year, as well as my goals and I basically created the 10-day list in there as well so that I can actually track my goals that are monthly, weekly, and daily for each month. And then I have some supporting resources in there, like my 2024 TBR list, where I have the books that I am anticipating reading for the upcoming year. 
And I also have a 2024 prayer request section where I am just already going ahead and writing down prayer requests and things that kind of align with that ultimate vision that I am praying over so we can see some of those things prayerfully will manifest themselves in 2024 and just certain areas that we have been praying and petitioning about for a while now. And so I have that. And then at some point, Hopefully before the end of the year, my husband and I will have a date night where we will cast our vision together as husband and wife, as basically co-CEOs of the home and just really identify what it is that we would like to accomplish together as a family for the year. And so that's just a very high level walkthrough of what my notion is going to look like in terms of my digital power sheets, basically, or my goals for the year. But if you would like for me to give an actual walkthrough of that template as well as my whole notion, definitely let me know because I did consider maybe doing a video on that. And so if that's something that you'll be interested in, definitely leave me a comment and let me know. But yeah, so this is what I'll be using for 2024. So I'll be using Notion for my goal setting alongside with my Cultivate What Matters season by season planner to check in on my goals on a daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis. And although I'm not using the power sheets this year, I am using their goal setting process, which is kind of like a spin on smart goals, but it's called the Bloom Method where You focus on breaking down your goals into small specific action steps and making little by little consistent progress on goals that align with your purpose and life vision and goals that are on a schedule and measurable where possible. And so I'll still be using that method and approach in the actual goals that I set for the year and for the month and so on and so forth. So I would highly recommend that you look into the power sheets if you're looking for a tool to do your goal setting this year, especially if you are a pen and paper girl, like the power sheets are it. I'm just experimenting this year. Who knows? I may go back to the physical power sheets again, just because I am a paper and pen girl at heart. And I do think that there is something special about having something physical to look back at the end of every year and really see and document how things have shifted and changed it and really just serve as a testament to God's faithfulness. And so for that reason, I will miss using the power sheets this year, but again, trying to keep it lean. So I will be using my digital power sheets on Notion and Cultivate's season by season planner for my 2024 goal setting. So there you have it. That is how I'm approaching my 2024 goals. I would love to know what's your perspective on goal setting. We are actually discussing goal setting and sharing our approach in this month's community discussion. So I announced this a couple weeks ago, but discussions will be our dedicated space to dive deeper into different topics regarding our lives, faith, calling, and personal development. So every month I will be posting a prompt for discussion and we will share and discuss in the comments. So this month we'll be discussing our goal setting approaches and sharing our tools like the ones I just mentioned and techniques that are currently serving and supporting us in the season. So If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and join the discussion. 
If you would like to know more on goal setting and the resources mentioned today, make sure you head over to janelleaking.substack.com because I'll have all the links listed in the show notes today. But that is it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I invite you to share this episode and podcast with a friend, whether that's over on Instagram, via email, text message, TikTok, whatever y'all do, and make sure you leave a rating and review. Sharing rating and reviewing helps to get other people's eyes and ears on this podcast. For more on purposeful and intentional living, make sure you subscribe to my newsletter at janelleaking.substack.com. Follow me on Instagram at janelleaking or visit my personal website at janelleaking.com. Have a beautiful week, friends, and I will chat with you in the next episode.